This is the Spin Talk Podcast. Catch Spin Talk with Lauren, live on Spin 1038 weekdays from 1. Spin 1038, this is Spin Talk with Lauren. First up on the show today, we are discussing the use of homophobic language because Niall, one of our Billboard singles, uh, Niall's 25, is a teacher from Galway and is trying to meet someone came on air with Graham and Nathan this morning to talk about some of the comments that he has seen and some of the names that he's been called up on the Spin 138 Facebook page and on Twitter. And, you know, having to put up with that, is that something that you have had to put up with over the years? Niall was very quick to say, look, I'm fine, I'm okay, but I just think that this could negatively impact maybe a younger person reading these these words, these comments, and it might stop someone coming out. What do you think? 087-711-1038. You can text or WhatsApp. Have you had to call people out for their use of homophobic language? And maybe people who don't realise the type of language that they're using. You know, they might say, you know, oh, I was just joking, you know, but it can still impact someone. Let me know. 087-711-1038. Shane Scully got in touch with us this morning after hearing Niall on Fully Charged. Shane is a volunteer with Gay Switchboard Ireland. Shane, thanks so much for coming on. Good to speak to you. Hi, Lauren. Good to speak to you too. Um, so you heard Niall on air this morning. What was your initial reaction, Shane? Well, I think Niall actually is handling the situation um, very well, to be fair. Um, it's not nice for anyone to be putting up information or different calling out people in different ways the way that has been done to Niall. So he seems like he's his head on his shoulders and he, he took it with... He did the right thing, to be fair. He's calling it out and getting on with his life. However, in saying that too, it's something that, as Niall called out, we've, we think that we've come in Ireland such a long way, and we have. But this thing happens daily. Um, and I, just, I think a lot of people think that once May 2015 happened, we moved on and that this doesn't happen anymore. But it is affecting a lot of people on a daily basis. For anyone who didn't hear Niall on Fully Charged this morning, I just have a quick clip of him here. There was a few comments like, that I could only really describe as like slurs and like they weren't even tagging their friends they were just writing stuff for the sake of writing it like one person called me a pudding squatter which like there was no context they just wrote that up pudding squatter and like to be honest like that's a ridiculous thing to call somebody the thing is like there's a lot of there's a lot of people out there that would be looking at that comment and be saying oh Jesus like they're calling that person this because they're gay and like there's nothing wrong with it like and obviously like you know we've come a long way in, in the way we, 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 we you know we deal with this kind of thing but I, it's just for younger people that I'd be worried seeing those comments and I think Niall makes a really good point, um, Shane, that it is, it's for younger people that we need to get to a place where it's just not acceptable at all. And we have come so far, but yet, and Niall went on to tell Graham and Nathan, just even guys tagging their straight mates under Niall's mm. picture, you know, kind of being, you know, slagging and making fun, being like, oh, here, do you want to go on a date with this guy? What kind of effect can that have on a young person? Like, doing the work you do with Gay Switchboard Ireland, how can that impact someone? I guess what normally happens is um, we come from a culture of uh, slagging is normal when it comes to your mates and so forth. Or even other people, we come from an Irish situation where we're just having to crack. But what happens is each person takes that in, well, information on or they hear certain things and affects them. So if you look at a situation where we're looking at younger people at the moment, um, like different reports have come out still where you look at LGBT people like our there are elevated effects of suicide behaviour and self-harm because of 
the culture we've been in because of the word and the calling, scared to come out or to actually say who they are. Now, I know it happens at different ages. So there's a lot of other people who are not young people and uh, who are maybe older spectrum as well who are also scared to come out because of that constant sort of um, culture that we're in. Um, if you're looking at a situation for younger people, there has been a lot of strides made. I know Senator Catherine Sapone um, belonged to Shout Out, which are organisations in Dublin, including Gay Switchword as well. There, there's a lot of organisations there now to try and look after maybe young people and different people of different ages to say, you know, it's okay. We're here to talk it through and, and say, you know, say what's on your mind, say what you heard. The worst thing you can do is keep it in. Um, so I think there has been a lot of um, that has come about, but people take things on board in different ways. Like we have situations now of cyberbullying, so it might look like um, being just commenting on people's posts because you don't might know the person, but they're commenting on things that people may take in and they just hold inside them, and it makes it harder for maybe people to be who they are, say what they want to say, come out where they want to come out, or just be themselves. To be fair. What would your advice be, Shane, maybe um, for someone who... So I'm thinking, right, for young Mm. LGBTQ people here in Ireland, what sometimes you might need is for someone else to call out this kind of language. And, like, I think that's what Niall is doing, is he's calling it out because it might negatively impact someone else. So maybe someone is listening and they've heard this kind of language or maybe they've used it themselves and they might be afraid to speak up because as you said we have that culture here in Ireland where it's like ah listen I'm just having a laugh don't be so sensitive we're even getting messages mm. in on the Spin1038 Facebook page but for someone maybe who knows when they hear this kind of language that that's not acceptable but maybe they're afraid to speak up and call out others what would you say to them? Like it's it's very easy for to give advice and say well no do this do that everyone is different I guess the one thing that we all come back on is it's okay to talk to someone about it. Like grab someone, whether it be someone that you feel very comfortable with, a family member, a friend, or if you don't have that support in your head that you don't want to talk to them about, pick up the phone, pop an email to some organization, whether it be, it could be ISPCC, uh, Childline, it could be uh, a switchboard, it could be belong to even, just someone that maybe doesn't know you even, just to talk it through. Because the worst thing that you can do is, or even a teacher, a parent, or whoever it might be, because talking about it gives you that sense that you've talked it out. You've got it out there. Like, people are very easy to make comments and compliments, and and compliments are great, but comments are negative. They sometimes cut you deeper. And if you hold it on in, it only gets to the stage where it might just take you over. Um, I'd say depending on the person, whether it be younger or older, we always it might be a good idea to say don't fight back if you're in a situation where it's a bully face to face in a schoolyard or wherever it might be because, you know, just don't know what that might be. But talking through is the most effective thing. Getting it out there, spreading it out and just getting rid of it that way. Laugh it off can be another thing that some people do. That's enough for everyone. Yeah, and I think that's important to point out because as I said, we are getting messages in saying, you know, just try and laugh these things off. Don't be too sensitive. But it isn't for everyone, Shane. And mm. thank you very much for getting in touch with us and for coming on today. If anyone would like to get in touch with Gay Switchboard Ireland, what's the best way to do so? Um, so our phone lines are open seven days a week. So Monday to Friday between 6.30 and 9. Um, and also on Saturdays and Sundays between 4 and 6 at 01 
We have a Facebook and a Twitter account as well. And I also want to call out as well, there's other organisations as well which are good to have. So ISPCC uh, 24 are calling out and also belong to um, organisations. Also, there's there's different organisations out there. There's a lot of support that can be there and, you know, get in touch, don't hold it in. And, you know, it's good to talk. Thanks so much, Shane. Good to speak to you today. Thanks, Lauren. Bye-bye. That's Shane Scully there. He's a volunteer with Gay Switchboard Ireland. And yes, he rightly mentioned, belong to what incredible work they do, the ISPCC as well. Today, I would like to speak to you and a massive shout out to Niall. I know he's been in touch again since the show started today for coming on air this morning with Graham and Nathan and just talking about his feelings towards some of the comments and some of the feedback. Because while Niall, you know, rightly said, he's fine. He's got his head in his shoulders. He's a confident young man. It's not the case for everyone. And when we hear certain language or certain words thrown around, which are meant to insult, which are meant to be derogatory, um, it's not easy. So I would love to speak to you today. Have you ever been impacted by the use, um, by hearing homophobic language? Do you call people out? Are there certain words that you still hear that people think, you know, they're having a bit of crack and they're slagging? Can it negatively infect you? Think back especially maybe to when you were in, in your teenage years, that kind of language, what kind of an effect it had on you. I'm on 087-711-1038. Okay, just an update from Niall who sparked this conversation today. Niall, thanks so much. Um, he says, great that you're having this convo. I said the tagging straight mates under post didn't bother me as it means nothing really. And there was similar on the other three singles posts. It's the slurs that I didn't appreciate. Thanks, gal. And thanks for saying that, Niall. To be fair, yeah, I get where you're coming from, that... You know, with the Billboard singles, um, there's four of them, uh, brave souls who've put themselves on billboards all around Dublin and they're up on the Spin 138 Facebook page. And you're right, you know, people... And that happens with loads of topics um, that we do on Spin Talk is, you know, you'll put up a, a subject and people will just tag their mates under being like, oh, is this about you? So, yeah, to be fair, as Niall said, like that is something that everyone is getting slagged for. It's still... I don't know. It still kind of annoys me, you know, when people do that. But I get what you're saying. It's not as um, negative as some of the homophobic language and some of the, the names that Niall was called. Today, I want to speak to you about the impact homophobic slurs can have on someone. Maybe it's you. Maybe it's someone that you care about. When you hear people use homophobic slurs, how does it make you feel? I'm on 87 1038 Jack is on the line. Hi, Jack. Hi, how are you? I'm good, thank you very much. Um, Jack, I mentioned when I was speaking to Shane Scully there from the Gay Switchboard, from Gay Switchboard Ireland, just that a lot of the comments coming in are like, listen, um, slurs and slagging are part of life and you just have to get over it. What's your reaction to that? Yeah, like, we are a country of slaggers. That's, we can all kind of agree that we're able to make a joke on things. But when it comes to, um, when it comes to slurs, it's a bit different and especially where when it comes to kids because it is hard people who don't identify on the LGBTQ spectrum don't really understand that when you're at that stage in your life where you're kind of questioning things and even if it's just a friend doing that as a joke is it comfortable with you you kind of take it back for a second and you, you like go into yourself a bit and I can I can say most people when they hear that so to just like to to the average kind of straight person they may just see it as a laugh as a joke using the f word using the word gay as kind of a connotation for something that's negative it's not it's not good for for the community as a whole Mm -hmm. so it's kind of a thing where 
yeah, like like what Niall was saying about the whole tagging on Facebook thing, that may be funny to some people. And it is, it is in some ways, but when it comes to sexuality and when they don't understand the struggle that a lot of LGBT people, even nowadays, have to face, it's, it's a bit different. And you can't just base it on sensitivity issues because we have come so far excuse me, we have come so far, don't get me wrong. Yeah. We have, like, it's not a thing where it's not outlawed anymore. We don't face the struggles that may have been faced 20, 30 years ago, but it's also what I've noticed when it comes to friends, like friends of mine, and they don't mean it as a negative way, but when they use the F word towards me, I, I've had, to have, I had a conversation with one of my best friends a few weeks ago where I was like, it's grand you saying that to me because you're my friend. But do you understand what that word means to certain people? Yeah. So it's people really have to think about what something could mean to someone else, do you know? Yeah, and as you said, it's very easy to say, Asher, I'm just having a laugh. But if it hasn't affected you, and Shane said, and I know the last time we spoke to Maninia Griffith, who's the executive director of Belong To, like the, the facts are there. There is a higher rate of suicide and self-harm among LGBTQ young people. And it's because of, you know, I- issues that you have to deal with that maybe, as you said, an average straight teenager mightn't. Like, take yourself back, Jack, exactly, yeah. to when you were coming out, when you were identifying who you are, you know. Yeah, exactly. Um, did you, was, was this something that you dealt with regularly? You see, I, I don't want to use the term lucky, but I was very fortunate in where Obviously, when you're in secondary school, everyone, I can can almost guarantee about 90% of people who are LGBT face some sort of homophobia in secondary school. But that is, I don't really class that as, even though it's terrible, don't get me wrong, but I don't really class that as something that affected me. Now, it does affect kids, but it doesn't, it didn't really affect me because secondary school, everyone kind of, as terrible as it sounds, insults everyone. But it's just a thing where I'm very lucky, like, I'm in third year university and I've never experienced homophobia from maybe about the age of 17 onwards. But it's just a thing where I think people, because which people have become so comfortable with it, which is a good thing. Don't get me wrong. It is a good thing. And we do. Our Taoiseach is a member of the community and we were the first country to have a vote on same-sex marriage. So we have come so far, but it's just people have become so comfortable that they forget the effect that words can have. I think and that's a really good point, yeah, is that we have come so far, but at the same time, we still need to check in every now and again and remind ourselves the impact of our language. Yeah, exactly. And especially yeah. when, it comes to, when it comes to friends of people who identify as LGBT, like I said, I, one of my best friends I had to sit down because she said something about the trans community. Now, I don't identify as trans at all, but it was something where, because it is still part of LGBT, that I had to sit down and educate her, and she got... And I didn't want to kind of harp on on it, but it was just something where she, I feel like there isn't enough education there. Yeah. I think it should be a thing that even maybe in fourth year, where there should be like an LGBT history or culture, just a class to just like show people, excuse me, just to show people that it's, it's not okay. Yeah. Especially the term gay best friend. I hate that, that term. Really? I think that's a terrible, terrible term. Because you, ident- you don't call your your normal best friend, a straight best friend. Yeah. Do you know? So it kind of takes away from being a best friend and as childish as that may sound, it is something that 
people have to think because you're kind of separating people because of their sexuality. Yeah. Yeah, it could be something. And that might sound simple to someone, but it's, you know, and that, that's the thing is that, and Shane made that point, is that we all take things differently and that's okay because everyone is different. Really exactly. lovely to speak to you today, Jack. Thank you so no much problem, for coming no. on. Take no care. problem. Bye now, you too. Uh, lots of messages are coming in on this one. I'd like to hear your thoughts on what Louise has had to say on our, on our Facebook page. She's been in touch to say, stop being so sensitive and laugh it off. I've been bullied all my life. You need thick skin. No matter who or what you are, you just need to ignore slurs and enjoy life. There will always be people who want to tear you down. Don't let them. Well, I mentioned um, that Shane had referred to those kind of comments. What would you say to that? Do you agree with Louise that, you know what, listen, there's always going to be negative language, no matter who you are, where you come from, how you identify, you just have to get over it. Do you agree with that? 087-711-1038. Ken says, I totally feel for Niall, so ignorant of these people. I can't believe in this day and age people still make comments like this online. I'd be so embarrassed and ashamed of my mates if I was them. Well, is it something you call them out on? You know, when you hear people using certain language, do you say, no, look, you can't say that. That is not okay. Get involved and let me know. Jed has been in touch on Facebook to say, it's not as much as when I grew up in the 90s, but it seems more accepted these days. Those that use them words online are just trying to provoke a reaction more than anything. And another Niall says, oh, sorry, that is our Niall. Great that you're having this conversation. Well, thank you, Niall, for getting in touch and for calling it out. That's why we're talking about it today. I would love to hear from you. If maybe like Jack, you have had to sit down with people and educate them about certain words and the correct language to use, get involved and let me know. Do we need to keep calling people out? Or maybe you feel like Louise and you feel maybe we're too sensitive that slurs and certain words are always going to be there. We just need to get over it. What do you think? 087-711-1038. If you're just getting involved, one of our Billboard singles, Niall, got in touch with Graham and Nathan on Fully Charged this morning just to talk about some of the comments that he's read under his post on the Spin 138 Facebook page and some of the, the words and names that he's been called. And we wanted to talk today about homophobic language and slurs and how they can make someone feel. Now, Niall's been in touch um, a few times and I need to just keep reiterating that Niall is fine and, you know, was so brilliant chatting to Graham Nathan this morning. But what he really wanted to highlight is just how these types of words can impact maybe a young person who, as Jack, another caller we spoke to a few minutes ago, was saying might be questioning themselves, might be trying to figure out how they identify. And then to hear certain words and hear people laugh and slagging and just say, oh, it's just a laugh, that can really have a negative impact on a young person. Now, I read out a message from Louise on Facebook just before the song there who had said stop being so sensitive and laugh it off I've been bullied all my life you need a thick skin no matter who you are or what you or what you are you just need to ignore slurs and enjoy life people will always want to tear you down don't let them I was wondering would you agree with Louise's approach just to ignore that type of language I'm on 087-711-1038 you can text her WhatsApp I'd love to hear from you and I would love to especially hear from you if maybe this type of language has affected you I was bullied online all through my teens, says this listener, about a number of things, but mainly over the fact that I'm gay. I wasn't out in school and it terrified me that people already knew I was gay. I was scared my parents would find out and if anything pushed me deeper into the closet. In fact, 
I in fact started using homophobic slurs in my daily life to throw people off the scent. Thankfully, I managed to get help and came out to my parents when I was 19. They were very supportive, but online comments I got when I was younger could very well have pushed me in a very bad direction. People need to think about the power behind words. And this is the thing, and I suppose there's two parts to this conversation. Um, Shane from the um, Gay Switchboard was saying that, you know, slurs are one thing. And, you know, if someone is intending to hurt you, you know, and, and using certain words, and we spoke about the F word a few mo- a few months ago on this show, that's one part of it. But then another part of it is just how casually people can use certain words and just, you know, say like, oh, that's so gay. And then be like, why are you being so sensitive about that? Sure, it's just a word. So there's there's two things really to talk about here. And I would love to hear your thoughts, especially when it comes to um, a message like Louise's, who was saying, you know, we are far too sensitive. I'm on 087-711-1038. Just before I go to our next caller, I just want to read you out another message from Lisa, who says, I think it's so ignorant nowadays when I hear people using homophobic slags. It shocks me to hear it still exists. I always remember when I was about 20 saying that's so gay about a Facebook post and someone in my office who's gay called me out. I was so mortified. I've never used it since. I'd say embarrass or shame someone who talks like that and they'll remember never to do it again. Well, maybe you have called people out for their language. Let me know. 087-711-1038. Now, Emily joins me on the line. Hi, Emily. Hello, love. Emily, good to have you on Spin Talk today. What are your thoughts on this conversation? Because we've heard a few messages from people about different types of approaches, how to handle this kind of language. Are you ever affected by the, by that kind of... Um, homophobic um, like, I have no problem at all with gays or lesbians or bisexuals I have nothing against them at all but I just I feel that a lot of them out there like they look to be bullied like I was on a bus one day and I was like I do nails and I was sitting there on my nail page liking all my photos on another man's phone for moral support and I sat there and I said oh my god people are going to think you're gay now liking all these nail photos and a gay man turned around and says, excuse me, what's your problem? And I was like, uh, sorry? I was like, nothing. What's the matter with gays? And I said, there's nothing wrong with gays. I'm not against gays. And he was like, yeah, I'd keep your mouth shut or I'll put you back in your place. I was like, hold on a second. I was like, I didn't do anything. If it's so, like, mind your own business and turn around. So then he got on the phone to one of his friends and was like, this slut behind me is saying all this about gays. and Obviously, she has a problem with me. I was like, oh, I didn't even do anything. Like there was just there was it's a moment like that where you're just like like mind your business like we weren't talking about you we weren't talking specifically about a gay we were just saying like it was a comment about it like there was no need at all to be so sensitive about it yeah yeah I look I can see both sides of it Emily I'm not gonna lie like you know but maybe to and we don't know that man who was sitting in front of you and I, I appreciate he doesn't know you either yeah. but. I don't know, like, that's the kind of casual thing that people talk about that can be maybe hurtful to someone just to say, oh, well, just because you like nails, you must be gay. Yeah. And I know where you were where you were coming from was it was an innocent comment, but he obviously took issue with it. Yeah, but, like, I don't understand why, like, because I'd sit there and if someone had a problem with me sitting there, like, I wouldn't say anything. I'd sit there and deal with it. I'd just be like, yeah, right, fine. Like, there was no need to turn around, like, my boyfriend he's very homophobic but he wouldn't sit there and say oh my god look at that queer like he wouldn't do that he just keeps walking and just wouldn't 
like he just he wouldn't do that but like there was no need for him to turn around and then like it really got my boyfriend real worked up about it because he was like what's his problem and I was like no don't start like we're sitting on a bus like there was there was no need at all like but like looking at him you wouldn't say oh my god like he's gay he looked like he like he didn't look gay by looking at him what does gay look like like do you know the way there's some gays that walk around but you know by looking at him where they're like I don't know like you can't explain like he was in a tracksuit and he was like his hair was all messy and he just he looked like like I, I can't explain but like you know by looking at someone that's gay where their hair's palmed and the way they talk, the way they walk, like he didn't look like he didn't talk gay, like because he was already on his phone, and like I wouldn't look at him and say, "Oh my god, he's gay," or I wouldn't look at someone and say, "Oh my god, he's straight." Like I've nothing against gays, but there was no need to turn around and scream with like all the hand movements in my face and all that. Like I was wrong, and what's my problem? And I was like, "What? Like what is wrong with you?" Yeah, like again, Emily, I can kind of. You know, I, I appreciate that it was the confrontation that you, you have the issue with, that, you know, some people, you know, say things that can be offensive to someone else and you can rise to it or not rise to it. I do get that. But, like, speaking to you now and, you know, the way you're saying, like, he didn't look gay, he didn't sound gay, I think, like, that's the kind of casual thing that a lot of people take issue with is that you don't have to look a certain way to be gay or speak a certain way to be gay. And I know... Like, you're talking maybe a bit more about stereotypes, I think. Yeah. You know, and maybe that's what he had the issue with because that's what you were talking to, the guy beside you on the phone, you know? Yeah, but, like, there's just there's no need to turn around and say something like that and then to call me a slut on the phone. Like, he doesn't know me. Like, there's no need for language like that. Yeah, yeah, no, and I appreciate that. And as I said, we don't know him, but he didn't know anything about you. And, yeah, to call you a name isn't on either how did the whole thing end like what how did it all um, settle like when he called me a slut on the phone my partner just tipped him and said excuse me like I'd rather you didn't talk about her like that and he looked at me and said well I'd rather she didn't call me gay I was like oh my god I was like I didn't call you gay I was like I didn't do anything in those terms I said I was literally I just made a comment about a man like a nail photo I said that was it Mm-hmm. And then that was it then. He just put his headphones back in and started talking again. I was like, he just tipped me and he said this. And I just looked at my partner and I said, just don't. Yeah. I said, we're getting off in two stops, just don't. Yeah. And that was it then. We got off. All right, Emily. Listen, really good to speak to you. Um, and thanks so much for sharing that story, okay? No problem. Good to have you bye, on bye. today. Bye-bye. Uh, you can get involved and let me know. I, do you know what I'm trying to say to Emily? Like I do, I feel like... I can't, I get why the guy was annoyed with her because of a casual comment, which as Emily said, you know, it wasn't directed at that guy. It wasn't about him. She didn't want a confrontation. But sometimes I think we can casually say things and not realise the impact that they can have. But I listen, I'm, I'm not condoning his language and how he reacted to Emily. What do you think, though? That's more important. I'm on 087-711-1038. Glenn joins me next on the line. Hi, Glenn. Oh, hi, Glenn. Can you hear me? I can. Hi there. Um, you wanted to come on just to react to something Emily had said. Yeah, I mean, I, I know the girl had no intent to hurt or, or obviously um, upset anybody with those comments, but it's those ignorant kind of comments that she would make that would have an impact. I'm a 28-year-old 20, um, gay man myself, and I don't look like this stereotypical gay man myself, and I always get a lot of comments. I have employees, my, I'm, I'm self-employed, I have employees, and my, the girls that work for me constantly say to me, um, 
but you don't look it, you don't act it, and it's it's comments like that. They don't offend me, but I mean, is there is there a gay image? Is there a way that I should talk? Is there a way I should dress? Is there a way I should um, I should look or act? And I like I mean, some people are completely ignorant to certain situations. When when I first came out, I had to educate my mother on some aspects of being gay with the whole, you know, not the possibility of adoption and surrogacy and so on. But there's the younger generation, they're, they're completely ignorant to comments that can affect people um, positively and negatively. And it's comments like that, like with her boyfriend um, liking pictures of males and saying, um, oh, somebody's going to think that you're gay if you like those pictures. Like the guy, obviously, he reacted and he was offended by that, and he had full right to be. But he had no, he had no right to react and call her a slut. You know no, what I mean? No, yeah, and I do think, and I get where Emily's coming from, and I, I really like, yeah, I take your point, Glenn. You've put it a lot better than I was trying to. Is that sometimes we make assumptions about people? Sometimes yeah. people can say things like, for example, you've had to hear a lot of, oh, but you don't look gay, and your point is, what does yeah, yeah. gay look like? Yeah, but. I wonder, and I've thought this about not just today's topic, but in other situations, I think sometimes if you have constantly heard certain language, certain comments, you've had these assumptions made about you your entire life, you are going to be immediately on the defensive when you hear something. Yeah, of course, because like as a gay man growing up in Ireland, I'm 28 years of age so it's only in the past couple of years where it seems to have kind of settled with the homophobia I mean it's not completely um, gone obviously I don't think it ever will be but I mean I was quite bullied when I was a teenager because of um, how camp I was so I was a ter- stereotypical kind of gay acting guy and because of that I I kind of mentally trained myself not to be as camp and I think that's why I get a lot of these comments but when I hear people passing those ignorant comments as well I do get offended but I have to hold myself back because I mean I have to understand that these people are ignorant for a reason they may not choose to be completely ignorant to the topic but they obviously are so I have to look at it from a different perspective Mm -hmm. yeah well said and good of you to come on spin talk today thank you for your time you're welcome no problem um, that's it, you know, and Jack made the comment earlier on that maybe we need to be better educated. Maybe there's something we need to look into. I, Jack had suggested transition year. I think even transition year is too late. You know, I think we need to be um, just, I don't know, you know, making kids aware that it's like we can be all inclusive. And whether that is um, to do with sexuality race, whatever it is, that just we're a bit more accepting of one another and then maybe these stereotypes won't exist. Gwen has reacted and says, how dare that girl, Emily? No, he shouldn't have said what he did. But her comments are inexcusable, saying the way a gay looks and the way a gay talks, or sorry, looks and walks. She needs education about her hurtful words. Well, today I would like to hear from you and how you react when certain things are said. Again, not condoning what was said to Emily, but I could in a way see why the guy got his back up, why he was so defensive. You heard Glenn there, though. He was like, sometimes you've just got to bite your tongue. You know, you can't rise to every situation. Today we are talking about the use of homophobic comments, slurs, type of language that might offend some people. Is it something that you have to deal with regularly? I'm on 87 711 Get involved in the conversation. Call now. 01646-1038. This is Spin Talk. Okay, there's been quite a lot of reaction um, to Emily, a caller who was on a little earlier on. This listener says, my best friend is gay. I use the term that's so gay all the time until one day... Um, 
whenever he saw so he said whenever he sees someone with bad eyebrows now he says that's so jade about me I completely got it and I've never used it since um gas but effective glad to hear it Jonathan says hi guys I'm gay there is not a single description of a gay person I feel people need to think before they give their two cents and maybe that's it and maybe that is what happened with Niall one of our billboard singles is that people just didn't think before they left certain comments under his photo and that's what today is all about is calling that out get involved I'm on 087 1038 Patrick is on the line next hi Patrick Hello, hi Lauren, how are you? Uh, good, thank you very much. Uh, you wanted to get involved in the conversation, Patrick, because I understand homophobic comments are something that have had an effect on you. Um, yeah, I'm very happy to join. Thank you very much for returning my call. Not at all, Patrick. What did you want to say? Um, I'm Polish. I live in Ireland for the last 13 years. Um, I'm in my very early 40s, actually. I'm 40 since, yest- yes, since yesterday. Happy birthday! Uh, <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, and uh, what I would like to say that um, the assumptions that people make um, indeed may be truly hurtful to people who are gay or perhaps who are in the um, timing when they are realizing that they are gay. So what happened to me um, in my uh, childhood I was a very sensitive kid. Uh, I'm not going to go into a conversation whether I was camp or not, because at the time um, I didn't know what gay is even. But in general, I was a very sensitive child. And the bullying comments that I would receive back then um, were truly hurtful. People would call me um, gay. People would call me other names. People would um, spit into my face. And for a very young child who, who is not really understanding of the terminology and uh, sexuality even, um, this was, when I look back, this, this, you know, this, this was really hurtful. So um, I absolutely agree with people who are making comments about education and about um, you know, people being more aware of sexuality and um, how we should react to different situations when it comes to sexuality and people coming out, uh, because th- these situations could certainly affect uh, people's lives, people's perceptions. Um, and yeah, no, absolutely, I agree with my with my um, uh, colleagues who are speaking uh, before me. Patrick, thank you so much for coming on. Really good to speak to you today. Thank you very much, Lauren. Thank you. Um, yeah, I think that is something that has come through from a lot of our callers today and um, particularly some of the young men we've spoken to. So thank you so much. It's just how important it is to be more aware and maybe better educate ourselves on other people's feelings. I was going to say on language, but you know what? You know, people take things differently and that was a point that Shane from the Gay Switchboard made. People take things differently and maybe that's just all we need to be aware of. So maybe it's not even to do with your sexuality or how you identify. It's just about the type of language that we use and to be aware of other people's feelings. I feel like so many comments and so many conversations we have on this show end up coming to the same conclusion is that we just need to be more aware of one another. And just to get through a few more of your messages, uh, another Niall says on WhatsApp, a few years ago I got so annoyed with casual homophobia and the way people just didn't care that they used gay when something is bad, I would correct them and say that's so straight. Or if someone called someone else the F word, I'd say they're they're such a breeder. It highlighted how stupid the whole thing is. 
by the way, I left Niall a voicemail at the weekend. And yeah, just to say that our Billboard single, Niall, has gotten so many comments um, and that's great. And imagine two Niles now could be fate. Uh, another listener says, words can cut right through you. If someone says something that you do not appreciate, then it should be said. It may in the future help them think. I'm not only talking about derogatory comments about the gay community, but people feel nowadays they're entitled to say anything about anyone. And this is the thing. And I, I appreciate also that people feel that, you know, we're living in this age now where people are offended by so many things. And we had heard Glenn earlier on who was saying, you know what, I hear a lot of things that make me feel uncomfortable and I bite my tongue. But maybe all it is is a matter of it's not, you don't have to react the way that guy did on the bus with Emily because I don't agree with how he behaved and how he spoke to Emily. All it is is maybe telling someone, look, that hurt my feelings. That made me feel bad and I didn't appreciate that. Maybe that's all it is. Another listener says, being able to brush off negative comments isn't a mutually exclusive option from trying to stop people from saying them in the first place. We can do both. Gav has been in touch on Facebook to say, really, I'm annoyed over this. Why can't people just get on with their lives and stop worrying what other people say? My mom always taught me that if someone hits you, hit them back. Grow up, Ireland, and cop on. Gav, listen, I'm all for standing up for yourself, but at the same time, and I think Patrick hit the nail on the head there, is that there's a lot of young people growing up in Ireland and maybe we need to do a better job of educating them on how to speak to one another. And I understand there's always going to be things that we don't like and there's always going to be things that upset us, but we do have a responsibility to one another to be a little bit kinder and... You know, while one person might be able to brush something off, and as Niall said, our original, you know, the person who started this all, he was like, I'm fine, it's water off a duck's back. But he said, what I am aware of is maybe some young girls or guys that will hear that kind of language and it might make them think about themselves and maybe they're trying to figure out who they are and how they identify. And Jim, we not maybe have that responsibility to them, Gav? I don't know. The conversation, as always, continues on the Spin 138 Facebook page. Loving hearing your thoughts on it, but I've got to wrap it up for now and move on. This is the Spin Talk Podcast. Catch Spin Talk with Lauren, live on Spin 1038 weekdays from 1.